Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about Shazam! Fury of the Gods. We'll be talking about The Last of Us finale and we'll t also be talking about, was it episode 3 of Mandalorian? Uh, so yeah, we got a lot. Oh yeah, episode 3, yeah. Yeah, so we have a lot today to talk about. I'll have timestamps in the description if you want to avoid spoilers for any of those three. And of course we'll give you a warning before all that, but I'll do timestamps for the uh, non-spoiler sections and the spoiler sections. Um, before we get into all that, something that was weird that came out today, the day that we're recording this Friday... Uh, Tom Cruise asked David Zasloff if he could watch The Flash, and he loved it. Cruise I mean, called uh, the director and tells him this is the kind of movie we need now. So he really liked the Flash movie, which is interesting. What? Who did they have like a pre-existing relationship? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe he's just a fan of the Flash, which could be because you know that was like a Flash was a big superhero back in the day. So maybe this like Cruise uh, Cruise grew up liking the Flash. Maybe watch like the original. I don't. I have no clue. Maybe like well, read the comics or something. Because there are some dudes that like like the uh, some like the older comics and stuff of certain characters. Like for instance, uh, Tarantino's a huge Jack Kirby fan. That's why you see like Silver Surfer stuff in his movies. Oh, so but I didn't know. I saw yeah. that quote though. I did see that quote. So he called Dave Zaslav led to a private screening for Cruise at Beverly Hills home. And must be nice. We should call him up and be like, hey, we want a screening. Let's see, let's see what happens. See if uh, if Zalkoff wants to talk to us. And we can also talk to James Gunn about uh, Henry Cavill while we're at it. Tell him why he's so dumb for getting rid of him. So I'm, I'm reading the Hollywood Reporter article right now, and it says, In late February, according to several sources, Cruz had a meeting with Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zavloff, during which the mogul mentioned how great the movie was. Cruz, curiosity peaked, then asked to see it. Zavloff's... Uh, because a copy of the movie sent over to Cruz, but Insider says this is no casual messengering. A Warner employee brought the movie to Cruz's home in Beverly Hills and stayed until the actor finished watching the flash. It is unclear on what format Cruz watched it. But this was a film when Cruz finished the movie, it was given back to the messenger who returned it to the studio. Cruz was so taken back by by what he saw soon after he reached out to Mujer. It was it was a call out of the blue for the director. Cruz has said uh have raved about the movie, saying something to the effect of the flash is everything you want in a movie. And this is the kind of movie we need right now. How do you feel like that Warner Brother employee had to go to his big ass house and just stay there while he watched it? It was probably sick, or also nerve wracking, oh. hoping you don't get sacrificed like Scientology. Yeah, I was about or to say you probably just wait until someone <laughs> comes grab you, like one of his one of his slaves that they have. Yeah. They're Scientologists. They're just gonna come take it, take you away. Well, the, and it's there like... goes Tom Cruise ever being a guest on the podcast. Thanks, Ian. Oh. Ruined it. Tom, we love you. We don't <laughs> love your beliefs. You're kind of weird, Ruined but listen, it. man. If you ever want to come on and talk, I'll, I'll DM reach Tom. out does to his have, people. Does, does he have a Does he have a Twitter? Yeah, he has a Twitter. He occasionally like randomly Twitter. tweets stuff out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, well, I'm he gonna, doesn't tweet things out. You know, he has like an assistant that he's like, "Hey, I'm say gonna, this. I'm gonna, I'm following him. How do I DM him? He probably doesn't have DM open. I doubt that. I don't think he does. Yeah, loser. So yeah, yeah. Again, stop. He's never gonna come on the podcast. Sad. But yeah, he he apparently really liked it, and this is again, like I said before, because every time Ooh, this stuff Instagram brings DMs. every time like stuff about the Flash movie comes up, um, everyone talks about how good it is. Like the uh, the preview screenings that people have said said the movie's freaking awesome. James Gunn again, like I know this is his this is his studio, so of course you're gonna be like it's good. But like for Shazam, he's like yeah, oh, good movie, I like it. And like All other right, gonna... other DC movies like Blue Beetle, he's like yeah, I like it. But for the Flash, he's like it's one of the best comic movies I've ever seen. It's amazing. So I think this movie's actually gonna be pretty good. And I think it's gonna. I think I'm going to be right in what I said before when the trailer came out, which, as a Flash movie, it probably sucks ass, but as just a fun comic book movie, it's probably a really good time. That's my prediction for this movie. Especially with what everyone's been saying. 
But what's the uh, what's the DM to, to Tommy Cruz looking like? Um, writing it. I'll let you know when I'm done. Goodness. Uh, okay. I guess while Ian's writing that, I can just say we saw Scream. It sucked. I won't get into spoilers on Scream. Scream was like it was similar to the first one where it's like it's it's a good time and then the ending just sucks so hard. And by the first oh, Scream, so I mean the first of this reboot, not the first ever Scream. I mean the first of this new reboot, so the fifth Scream movie. And, uh, yeah, it's like, man, it's like, okay, I'm kind of interested. This is pretty good. It's a fun time. Right. And then they hey, Tom Cruise, my brother and I do a, do a podcast called Nerd Talk where we talk about movies and comics. Huge fan of the Mission Impossible movies. I'd love to have you on to talk about it. Dude. If he, act, like, imagine if somehow, like, Boom. Send, who, send who, what, 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 who's the Scientology God? Do they have a God? What are they? Uh, they don't really have a God. So I watched the documentary. They basically have, like, the, the one dude that's a leader. Oh, they do have, like. I don't remember. I kind of was zoning out when they were talking about all the weird stuff. It was kind of weird. Yeah, you're probably so. watching Instagram reels. Uh, uh, the well, EMS said that their one leader is hella weird, but like Tom Cruise, I think he's really good friends with him. So all right, so, I don't think he's weird though, Tom. Personally, you're so cool. whoever like maybe he like he'll have a message from that like that guy will be telling him, yeah, dude, this is the one you should go on this one. That never happens. Gotta have to release this episode. Just scrub it. <laughs> okay, Just like it never happened. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I guess we should let's, since Shazam is the most fresh on our minds, we'll talk about Shazam for Year of the Gods first. Um, if Tom Cruise knows, said, if Tom Cruise says, "I'll come on your podcast, you convert to Scientology." How how much are we thinking about converting to Scientology? Because you can't really leave it without like getting killed or um, like it's like, and you gotta give them hella money. Yeah, so I'm like, gonna say what, not what are, worth to convert. I'm gonna go Tom with a no go so. on that. Well, but, he says, uh, "I'll get you a part in the, t- the next Mission Impossible movie. You can jump on an airplane with them." I don't want to jump out of an airplane. And Henry Cavill's no longer in Mission Impossible, so not worth. If I could be like, can I like touch Henry Cavill's mustache? Then maybe. He could probably arrange that. Then maybe. But otherwise... So, let's get into Shazam. We'll talk about no no spoilers first. Uh, critics are lambasting this movie. Uh, I'm I freaking really liked it. I thought it was really fun. Like, it's not a perfect movie or the best movie you've ever seen. But it's um, it's considerably better than everything that's come out since the Batman. Like the Batman was really good, and then comic we have books, comic movies. Watch. Yes, that's what I mean, comic movies. The Batman was really good, and then we had like uh, we had Multiverse of Madness, which was eh, and then we had Thor, which sucked. We oh. had uh, like Black Panther, oh. which sucked. Like we had Black Adam, which sucked. Oh. And now Shazam is like, oh, this is fun. We had Ant Man. We had Ant Man. Oh yeah, we had Ant Man, which sucked. And now oh. Shazam is like, I really like, yeah, I really so enjoyed gotta- my time. It's got a 53% Rotten Tomatoes and 86% audience score. The audience score is so. correct. It's 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 a fun time. Like yeah, I thought I, it was. It's got really good humor. And when I say humor, most of the humor in the movie—that's what's probably the best part of the movie—is the humor. Is it's not like Marvel, which is like the repackaged dumb humor. There is some like a little bit. It's of dumb fun. Humor, ri- but, it's fun, witty dialogue is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, tell them your favorite line. Did I don't. I don't I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'll say it later because okay. I because you okay. need to like. It's just a yeah, really funny line. It's a really funny line. A sequence that happens where he says something just like had us dying for like five minutes. Uh, like I kept thinking about it, giggling again. So yeah, the action's not the best in the movie. There's a little bit spy CGI. The worst part of the movie is the villains. The villains are just nothing. Yeah, just like they feel like like a Marvel. So there, there's like there's the three. It's the in the trailer you see there's the three sisters that are the villains, and um like one Lucy Lou's like the main villain, like she's the actual villain. I think she did a good job. I thought she kind of mailed it in. I thought thought Helen Mirren did a good job for what she was given, and what's her name? Rachel Zegler. Zegler. I thought she did a good job. Uh, but I thought Lucy Lou kind of just like 
phoned it in. There was a couple times I was like, are you even like trying here? I thought she did fine. So, um, she was like fine. amazing or anything. But I thought she did I fine. She did the good. thing is like, as villains, they're not good. They suck. But as characters, like um, Rachel Zeigler, however you pronounce her name, her character, I liked her character. And same with uh, Helen Murren's. Like as characters, I was like, oh, I like them. So but as villains, it's like, they're not intimidating or like good villains or uh, at no, all. Not, and Lucy Liu's character is definitely not a good villain at all. So the villains are kind of weak, and um, also kind of, I, I was kind of sad with the. Um, well, I mean, they're not near as bad as like Kang. You know, <laughs> at least they do something. But anyways, uh, the yeah, the villains aren't good. And then my only other like real complaint with the movie, other than the villains, is the fact that I wish we would have seen more Billy as a kid, like Astro Angel who plays Billy. Got, had like five minutes of screen time in this movie, which is kind of sad because he was a highlight yeah. in the first movie. He was amazing yeah, in the first movie, not... Billy. And I love Zachary Levi as Shazam. He does a great job and he's great in this again. But I would have liked a bit more of a balance to see him more because um I think D- and there's, Dylan and there's Jack plenty Glazer, of room for think, them to do it too. I think Dylan Jack Glazer is the name of the kid that uh that plays um his brother. I think so. Uh, it's much more Freddy centric than it is. Um, no, it's still it's it's still freaking about Billy. But it's not. It's about Shazam, I should say, not about Billy. Yeah, <laughs> it's still like him, but Billy. but yeah. As far as the Billy kids go, yeah, Jack Dylan Grazer, that's his name. That's Freddie. He freaking does so good. He's so yeah. good. It's been, and like the dialogue so well, and he like well, does I, such I, a good dialogue delivering. A, I'd argue he's a co-main character in this. Like him. Oh yeah, definitely. Are, I would I, like he's not a side character. He is, and he does a good job with what he's given. He's definitely the best like emotional part of the story. Yeah. Um. Uh. But um, yeah, we don't get enough Billy as a kid at all. Like yeah. you almost forget he's a kid because you hardly like you see him as a kid like maybe like three times in a whole movie. Yeah, which was I, I wish they had done a little more of that. But that being said, Zachary Levi Shazam is great, and it's fun watching him go around and do everything. And they did a lot better with the family dynamic in this, and like balancing everything out there. Because in the first movie, I like the first movie. I think it's good. I don't think. I, Again, I don't think it's, like, great. I didn't love it, but I liked it. But at the end and everything with the family where, like, they gave them powers and, like, they were just all jumping. I didn't, I didn't really care for that, even though that's basically exactly what happens in the comic. I still didn't care for it in the comic either. No, um, I didn't care for where it Where this, the they balance movie. them as, like, a hero team way better. And I really like it because in this, they're, like, helping people and saving people, but they're just a bunch of dumbasses that suck at it. And it's great. Like, I really like that aspect. Like, they're really bad at helping people. Yeah. But they're, like, still saving lives. But they're doing it in, like, the most reckless, like, worst way possible, exactly how a kid would do it. And I, it's great. And also something that's good in this that they do that, like, um, I was thinking about sort of like what the Raimi Spider-Man movies did is you get to see, like, people interacting with, like, these insane scenarios. So, like, they'll just show you, like, a random, like, person's face, like, reacting to something insane that's happening and trying to, like, survive this, which was good. And because uh, you don't get that, it feels like a lot in like Marvel movies and stuff, especially like in Quantumanium, you know, there's like no people to save or anything. You have those like random villagers or anything, but you're not like, I mean, you them. have the people, you have the people to save that their lands were taken, whatever. So in this, you're actually getting like people and you're seeing like how they're affected by it in the moment and stuff. And I like that. And so, yeah, I, I just had a lot of fun with it. Again, like we were saying earlier, the dialogue is so much better than your average, like, Marvel movie or anything. It's, like, actually, like, witty and funny and, like, feels right for, like, kids as well. Like, for teenagers, like, the dialogue doesn't feel, like, bad or, like, who wrote this? Some, like, 50-year-old, you know? Yeah, so, I, the, the dialogue's much better. Uh, it's a fun, I would say the best. Um... Like the be- like, it's just a fun movie. I guess I could say. Like I said, the villains aren't there, so there's not like the threat doesn't feel as as bad. Um, 
but it's a fun movie. Like the, the interaction between the, the characters. I mean, there's there's a couple of dumb parts, but the action between the characters are fun. Yeah. Um, the action's good. Freddy's I think the great. action was better in this one than the last one. I don't know. I didn't think the action was very good in this movie either. I thought the action was pretty a... good. It was fun. I liked it. There's nothing like, oh man, like Man of Steel, like Smallville scene where it's like, this is the one of the most amazing fight scenes that I've ever seen in a comic movie. There's nothing like that, but like, it's fun. Like when they first fight Helen Mirren after like the cheesesteak part, like I thought that, I, I really liked that. Oh, that part, that's the best action sequence of the film. And I like the ending fight too. I thought that was cool. And there's some good emotional moments in it too, which the first one had good emotional moments. And I'll say, I was like, I was never bored throughout this movie. There's no part where I was like, oh, this sucks. Or like, oh, get over with it. Like I was entertained throughout the whole time. But yeah, it's a good movie. So I would say, recommend it. Go see it if you're looking for if you are, if you're looking forward to Shazam. If you're on the fence, go see it. Especially if you like the first one, you'll definitely like this one. If that's how I feel about it. It's just again the the main my main complaint other than the villain was the fact that I wish we got more of like Billy being Billy. I, I would have liked that. We really we we should have had more of that. I don't know why they didn't put that in there. Yeah. All right. Now on to uh let, let's get into spoilers. So. Spoiler alert, if you have not seen Shazam! Fury of the Gods, this is your spoiler warning. We will be getting into spoilers now. Alright, so is there a first spoiler you want to talk about? Uh, Well, they're on, the only really bad girl is Lucy Liu. She's like the only really bad, truly bad character. The other ones are like, we just want our, our apple back so we can plant our tree and make whatever their realm is better again. Yeah. Um... The parents, the parents somehow still don't know that their kids are Shazam. Um, well, because they're kids and the other people are full adults. Besides, it makes perfect chick, sense. Besides the, her, yeah. But if you, but in the, the first movie, same. but in the first movie, she was different. And also, if you don't see her, because the only one that you see in like the newspapers, like freaking Freddy. Remember, he's the one that like poses for pictures and stuff. And same with uh, Billy in the first well, one. Even though their light, their house is getting struck. Um. Oh yes, they they're just assuming that their kids turn into full grown adults and fly around. That's the logical conclusion there. I forgot. I mean, it happens. They're not looking exactly like one of them. Uh, um, they don't know that. We don't. Know She's that. never pictured. Been, uh, they've been around. Um, she, no, they're never pictured. In the first one, she looked completely different. Well, so no, your your argument holds no weight there. That's not true. If you're full, um, oh my goodness, I feel sorry if you ever have kids. The freaking so, the the logical leaps you're gonna make. Like so kids go else, out. What? Are you a sixty-year-old man secretly smoking crack? What? Okay. <laughs> um, what else? What else is Your there? Oh, I, I, so like the what happens is like it opens with Billy is like obsessed with keeping the family. Like if if they're going to save someone or do something superhero, all of them have to go together. All or none. Yeah, because everyone's yeah. trying to do their own separate thing, especially yeah, Freddy. He's like he's like scared that. I guess they're trying to make the point that he's scared that people are going to leave him since he's an orphan. Yeah. Uh, and so he's trying to keep all together. And, his entire and, life. And, and the whole, everyone's like, bro, like, no, we don't want to do this. We want to go do other stuff. Especially Freddy. Freddy meets his, uh, the one of the evil daughters in high school because they know that he knows the superheroes. Um, I, I, I think. And so she, like, meets yes, him. Yes, that's why. Because like, at the first, end of the first movie, Shazam and Superman have lunch with him at the school. That's why. Oh, okay. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot Billy Batson's not there. Yeah. So she like purposely like goes and talks to him, and they have a like they have a good scene where they're like talking. Um, until you realize she's six thousand years old. But, um, what happens next? I don't remember. Oh, they they've captured the wizard. Oh, well, the opening. Oh, I missed the opening. The opening. They go steal the staff from this place in Rome, and, like kill everybody. Yeah, from a museum. 
Yeah, they, they steal the staff, which is kind of funny because you realize what happened later. Like, he just left it there. I know. The movie. Um, and so, like, that when the, when he broke the staff in the first movie, it opened the portal to their realm. Uh, and so now they came back and they're like, well, we need to get the apple. We don't really care about the champions of this world. And so they're, they kind of like talked to the, the, the whatever his name is. What's his name? What are we talking uh, about? The wizard. The wizard. Just the wizard. They taunt the wizard in a jail. And he gets a he gets a um he grabs like a piece of a wood or a splinter off of the the staff and he uses it to go to Billy in a dream, which is a pretty funny part where Billy is having a dream because he's obsessed with Wonder Woman, like I think any most kids would be. Yeah, and were... you, you see uh the one part there's newspaper clippings from a gossip column saying Shazam and Wonder Woman in a magical yeah. relationship. <laughs> so he's he's having a dream, having a date with her, and he goes to kiss her in the dream, and then the, the wizard shows up as her, like her like his his face on her body. And so he's like, "What the hell's going on?" The wizard tells him, "These people, the daughters of Atlas are coming." Like that was my that's so we were dying at that part where he goes, "Aren't you dead ass dead?" Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the line. He just he's starts like, freaking out. He's like, "Aren't you dead ass dead?" Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, "I watched you disintegrate." Um, and so then he's like, "Oh, be careful! The daughters of Atlas are coming." So daughters come and like Freddy's up on the roof with the chick and she's like, oh, are you actually friends with the superheroes? And he's like, yeah, I can bring one of them here. So he goes and turns into the guy to press her. And when he does that, the other two daughters come up and they zap him with the staff because you get hit with the staff. It makes you lose your Shazam powers. Um, They do that. Freddy's turned. And then this part, it makes sense. Instead of zapping all of them as they're coming. Like, well, no, the rest- she wanted to. But remember, they're not all freaking evil. But it's Remember, not it's evil only take the their one. Powers. Yeah, you're freaking taking them. their they're taking their powers. It's, but well, if you take it while they're all flying at you, it is killing them. They were all flying at them, and she wanted to shoot them all. Oh, they fall to their death, Ian. They literally like get completely destroyed. So, red mist on they, the they resort to kidnapping Freddy, and they're like, "If you if you if you come close, us will lay a hand on you." And then this part is kind of dumb, I thought, but I guess they do it as a way of insulating the world from the rest of the heroes. Is they put a dome around Philadelphia that can't be penetrated. And they just peace out to their other realm. And they're like, so they go back there and, and Freddy goes in a cell with the wizard. And they're like, oh, they still need the uh And I like that, that relationship. The, uh, the Freddy and the wizard had like a, a fun relationship with them two getting to know each other. Because the wizard had only met Billy before he died. And so now like Freddy finally meets him and they have like a good dynamic. They're fun. Yeah. And then so that happens. And then Freddy gets like tortured. Um, or I guess like that part's torture. really good too. Or he's like, some of our superpowers are just lying. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Freddy's, Freddy's good. Uh, and then when they're like, uh, freaking like, are the other champions' powers? Like, no, because no one would be dumb enough to give powers to just a bunch of kids. They just yeah. like mean mugs, freaking the wizard. Uh, so what's the thing I didn't get about her powers? So, uh, Freddy explained she, she, it. I can't like remember. 20, he like said 22. what it was. She's twenty-two. Hot chick's powers. <laughs> it's uh, hot chick's powers. It's like the power of Artemis or something. It's literally ability to rearrange. It's really cool looking. Okay, I don't understand. Is it physically rearranging cities or is it just like in your mind messing with you? I don't know and I don't care. It looks freaking sick. Billy, I, I just, I, I have Billy explained it at one like point killing, and I can't remember. You're killing millions of people. No, you're not. She never killed anyone. Anyways. Uh, uh, did they talk about how they're moving uh, people Well, yeah, it's one of the them. powers of Sham. There's a joke in the movie about how... I thought it'd be funny if they had like one of the kids that couldn't read. But hold up, so I know on on her um, they can all read. What do you mean? Uh, That's what I'm saying it'd be funny because they're they're still kids. Like the one, but like, they can the all read. The like, youngest is like ten years old. You can read at ten years old. Um, I don't know what your reading levels at. Yes, you can. Man, it, dude, reading conquest. Okay, like, go whatever you're saying. Go ahead. Anyways, uh, for her as far as her superpowers go, like 
the that was a super cool scene at the end towards the end where uh lucy Liu shoots her with the lightning and she rearranges everything to get out of the way Th- that part was sick well, she still got hit that with was, lightning which made, yeah she which did got, i thought that was some of the think, coolest visuals think, it's just it's in your mind oh her using her power was awesome looking it looked so like, cool when shazam was flying you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of doctor um, strange yeah the doctor strange when he's doing it to spider-man in no way home or, or in the first home. or in the first movie when he does it yeah, that's what it's what it's kind of like. Yeah, um, it looks. Sick. It's really it's a re- it's a great visual, but like that, like she she still gets hit with the beam, which makes me think it's just in your mind that you're seeing her do that. Well, I don't. Freddie like explained what it was at one point, and I completely forgot. It's one of the powers. But also, yeah. she said she could re- rearrange those kids' insides, so uh, I don't I think don't it's. Know. I think it actually does move stuff as well. Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, then they like later they arrange the pickup between them two, uh, because like. For exchange, they're like, hey, you know, we'll give you our powers in exchange for Freddy, but it's actually like a ruse. They're like, no, then we'll all just beat the crap out of the old women and we'll take Freddy back. That's what we'll do. Uh, or well, first, we'll, no, we'll first, get her uh, and we'll bargain. That's what. Yeah, but first, hot chick. Well, then a hot chick while this happening goes and lets Freddy get them out. Remember? Yes. Like she yeah. goes and lets Freddy and the wizard out because she didn't. She doesn't want to kill humans. She just wants to plant the the thing in their life. And yeah, one of the best characters the in the movie is Steve, who's just a writing pen. Yes, yeah, and great. it's basically it's basically a play on Siri, where like you can tell it what to do and it writes for you a magical note. And so, it, but it's just like a, a funny gag with Siri, basically. Um, like what is a Gatorade? Um, but yeah, they write they write to them, so they meet up at the Philly cheesesteak place, like Dylan said, and they have the best the best action sequence takes place here. They fight. They capture Helen Mirror and they're like, ha and then they go back through one of the doors that only the champions can access back to the lair. And they lock her up, but she wanted to get locked up. She goes to there, and the, the apple that they've been holding, this charred apple, is like the seed they need for their tree. So she goes in there, steals it, and leaves. Um, life. They have some fun uses of uh, super speed in this movie, too. Like in that yeah. part, I was like, where she's like about to like hit him with everything. He's like, do you have super speed? And then just like switches yeah. places and boom. That part was good. Um, or the part where freaking the two girls like slam her and then Billy picks her up and slams uh, her after. It was so like over the top. It was great. Especially on this like Helen Murin who's like 80 years old. Uh, uh, yeah, and so then Helen Murin takes Apple back and they follow her back to the door to the other. I don't remember what the place is called, but it's just like a fake Acropolis in a different realm. And so then Lucy Lou is arguing with the other two sisters about what we're going to do. With the apple, because she wants to go kill the human world, and everyone's like, "Why don't we just plant it here?" And then Freddy goes and sneaks around and gets the, uh, gets the apple, and then they're like, "Wait, we're gonna let's kill him!" And then Shazam comes through, and they save Freddy, and they bring him back to. That part um, was cool too, where he's like, "Your crutch," and he touches it, yells Shazam. That part. Oh, also, that I like the part yeah. how he like. I do like the fact that he didn't sink it through too. Billy grabs staff. He's like, "Here, catch Freddy!" And she just yeah. as fast or just catches it because freaking Freddy's a cripple. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> that part was funny. He's like, "Oh wait." Um. So then they go back. They have everything back there, but Lucy Lou and Helen Mirren follow them back, and so does the other chick, the hot chick. Um, follow them back, and they are uh. They uh, what happens next? What? I don't remember. Oh, so they come back and they get the apple somehow. Oh, so they have another fight scene where they start zapping all the kids. Like they start zapping the kids with their powers, where o- where only Shazam has his left, uh, because they get the dragon. They have this big wooden dragon that protects a tree of life, and they have everyone their powers besides Billy, and they get the apple and evil Lucy goes and wants to go plant it there and Helmir's like no so Lucy Lou's dragon stabs Helmir's character 
and what you think kills her, but surprise, she's not dead yeah, later that, on. That, that part was stupid because uh, he brings her back by freaking resisting her with his lightning, which I don't know how that would chest. help when you got stabbed. Like it's like your heart. Yeah, yeah it's that like make any sense. It's like you know, it's not like she had like you can't a heart restart attack a heart. Or the heart's not there. It's like yeah, you, like getting stabbed, restarting your heart doesn't help you with getting yeah, stabbed. I thought that part was dumb. That. I was like, what? Yeah, it was really dumb. Yeah. Uh, so they go. She plants the tree in Phil, uh, the Phil with the Phillies play, and this also is where Rachel Zegler's character is like, I'm not a part of this, and she's like, okay, well then, you, if you love humans and what you can be one, she's after with the thing takes her powers away. So now the six thousand year old girl is now just a human um so speaking of which how did the other two look so old and she looks so young that's what they that's what freaking billy talked about billy was like this is like freaking weird he's like why are he's like why are you all like sisters but there's just a striking age difference between (laughs) all of you he's like this is off-putting yeah (laughs) Yeah, Billy um, talked about that so so now she, so now Lucy Liu's character is the only bad one left, and she has this huge ass dragon. But when the Tree of Life comes up, all these creatures are born out of it, like mythical creatures from like Greek mythology, like um, oh, what's the one thing called? Uh, the one with the one eye, Budge. Yeah, Cyclops. Yeah, well, no, it's got another name. Anywho, so all these like mythical Cyclops creatures. Cyclops is what it's called. The one yeah, they start killing people, and all the kids with no powers. So Billy's like, I can do this. They're like, Go do it, Billy. Um, so he goes to fight her, uh, all the, they all get in the van now that, uh, I missed the part earlier where the parents know now that they're, they're, what do you call it? Yeah. And then, then they have a good scene on the rooftop where Ian left to go pee. Uh, that scene was good where, uh, that's where Freddie kisses. Pretty sure we were at that. Pretty sure we were at that rooftop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the exact rooftop we we were at. Yeah. Where we parked at. Yeah, um, well, at least was based off of it. Whatever the set they used. So this part I thought was stupid. So they're going around the car in the car with the wizard, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And all these people are getting killed on the street, and they're like hitting the the unicorns and stuff with their car, or not the unicorns, the monsters with the car. And the girl's like, "I wish there's, I hope there's unicorns." While all these people are getting murdered in the streets, and the wizard's like, "No, you don't. Unicorns are the most vile beasts of all. Everyone's scared of the beasts." I like that um, part though. There's, I think there's a difference between like that's stupid and like dumb fun. I thought that was I dumb just, fun. I, I didn't. I. Okay, I liked. It. I liked the there. part with the but anyway, unicorns. So they're like, well, where's the unicorn? Because that was at? set they'll, up earlier where she's like loved unicorns. Talk about how cool they be are. The brothers like they're not real. They said they'll be in a cave and they love something really sweet. Um, and so they're like, okay. So they just get out of the car and run. The parents are like, what are you doing? They're like, just trust us. And it's like you're, you're you don't have your powers anymore. You're kids. But they run off. How they find the unicorns, I have no idea. They went to you the base the... of the tree. That's why. That wasn't the Phillips Stadium, though. They went that like freaking. They were under that thing where like a like the tree had like grown or whatever. That was yeah. Anywho, so they find the unicorns. The unicorn comes to kill, or you think's coming to kill the little girl. Instead, uh, she gives this the unicorn skittles, and that turns the evil unicorn into like their best friends. Um, so then they go through the streets, killing people, killing not people, killing the monsters with the unicorns. Well, they're like hurting um, them and killing them. Yeah, they like hurt yeah. them into one area. Uh, which and is, again, okay. prior to this, like these monsters are wreaking havoc. They're like killing. They're killing everyone. It's, it's not like Black Adam when like was like hell or whatever was released, and yeah. a bunch of people, people are, with no, like killing people. A bunch of random it, civilians with like pipes are beating them all back, and it's so yeah. dumb. And this is like no, these creatures are like killing citizens it, of which Philadelphia. Is, but, but why which weird, honestly, like, if you live in Philly, you probably deserve it. True. But the the thing I thought was weird about it was like the the tone of with the kids wasn't matching the tone of people being literally murdered on the streets. Um, 
I didn't think uh, there was a conflict. I thought it worked well. But anywho, so then we go back to Shazam, and he's fighting. He's fighting. Or no, he goes over. This is when he brings the chick back to life, which is just unbelievable because he shocks her back to life when she doesn't have a heart anymore. Um, and she's and he's like, oh, the staff is like a battery. I can overcharge it and blow it up, like nuke it. But he's like, I need you to pull the dome back. And because like, okay, if he freaking nukes the staff, it'll blow up everything dead. in the dome. So they need to yeah. make the dome smaller. So she basically makes a dome the size of the field. And she brings the 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 dragon comes there to fight Billy because yeah, I don't and even know why at this point because she, they've already got the tree of life planted. He took the staff from her. Oh, he took it right, earlier. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So <laughs> oh yeah, he did the whole thing where I, yes, I he did the switcheroo. Again. That that part yeah. was really I like that part too. So this part I thought it was, was Freddie White. <laughs> yeah. So this part. So now he's the only two people in the circle are him and the dragon and her. Right outside the the circle are his family, and then the other side of the circle are is yeah. This is, is dumb. She, get, she gives him time yeah. to uh, talk. Yeah, to Yeah, this family. part was dumb. She goes but over and the, decides the, the in the know, the in the movie reason is she's talking to her sister during that time. That's the in the movie reason. She it's talks kinda to her dumb. For like two seconds. No, no, that because we cut to the freaking. She's still up there talking to her when we cut to Billy. So she's still no, talking to her. She's not yes, talking she to, is. The yes, she is. No, no, she's no, 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 no. There, she's hovering right there. She's hovering right there. It's stupid. I agree. She should just attack Billy, but that's the end movie reason. It's stupid. I agree with you. That's just stupid, but that's the end movie reason. And she's like up there talking to her. So she should have just gone attacked. It is dumb. And the same time, instead of Billy going attacking her while she's not looking, he goes to talk to his family. So it's like it's almost like you go talk to your family for a UFC fight. You know, it's like okay, we're getting ready to go fight. I gotta go. I gotta yeah. talk to them. And I mean, it's nice what he has to say to That's his family. I thought the better part was when he talked to his mom on the rooftop. Um, but at this point, it's like I mean, he talks to Freddie, which I wish we would have seen more of him and actually Billy the kid yeah. talking. Because that, like that, that, po- that there's that a moment really earlier outside the high school where those two talk, where they're both in kid form, and it's really good. Yeah. Where he's like, it's I thought not- the wizard was dead. He's like, Yeah, he turned into ash in front of my eyes. I thought that's pretty definitive. <laughs> Yeah, like we need like it, this scene would have been better if we would have had more scenes with Freddie and Billy talking as kids, yeah. and we didn't get that this movie. So they really make you rely on like how like how much you like Freddie. And by the way, Freddie went and found uh, Rachel Ziegler's character Ziegler, whatever her name is, and like the dragon didn't eat them because Shazam saved them, even though the dragon decided to do like the the, the famous like go really slow to eat them when he could eat them immediately. No, he's um, doing the fear thing because that's what was set up earlier. Remember, it like brings out all your fear. That's what it was doing oh, when it was roaring. So out. it was pulling an it. Uh, so then they fight, and this scene's okay. I thought there was. I thought the. Shots. I thought it was really cool. I loved the ending fight. I thought that fight was really. cool. I didn't love it, but I thought it was. I thought it was decent. And I thought there's some really yeah, cool he, shots he in there. And the use of lightning looks cool. I thought the visual yeah, the was really cool. That's a cool part. And, and when he so, punches the freaking dragon, it is sick. Yeah. So then he basically creates a bomb and he blows it up and he kills. He kills the tree of life, he kills the dragon, he kills her, and he kills himself. And so he makes the ultimate sacrifice because he's like, you know, as long as my family's safe, that's all that matters to me. Uh, and then we get the next scene where somehow uh, they're all on the Greek god's place, another realm, which I don't get why you'd bury him in that realm. Because like, he's a god, point, that's what they said, remember? Oh, uh, whatever. And so they bury him. <laughs> I don't... Uh, and... They're like, oh, can we like use the staff to bring him back? Like, no, we need a god. Then Wonder Woman shows up. Yeah, she's like, all the gods are dead. They're like, we need a god to spark the staff back up. And then Wonder Woman's like, there's one god left. But I didn't think she was a fully fully god. I thought she was half. She's not fully god. But... Well, actually, yeah, she she is. She's uh, Zeus and uh, freaking Queen Hippolyta. Yeah, so she's not a full god. You don't so need I don't a full god that. still. So she she uses the staff to bring him back to life. He comes back, and then he has like a real part where he's like, you know. 
he's meeting this hot like the hot Wonder Woman, and so he's like kind of freaking out, which is funny. And, and also, then, it was funny with the freaking when Freddy's staring at her, and then uh, oh yeah, then Anthea stares at him, and he's just yeah. like that part was good. And then, um, and then they everyone gets their powers back, which I'm not the biggest fan of because I don't really like them having all their powers. I, I was fine with it because I liked them with their powers in this movie. They used it well, but I was also really happy with how the finale happened because it was and, the opposite fight. of yeah. how dumb they did it in Thor, uh, not Ragnarok, Love and Thunder. Where in Love oh, and Thunder, it's like up. everyone got taken out, and it's like, oh man, Thor has to go face the villain by himself. This is gonna be sick. Thor's actually gonna have to handle it himself versus the God Butcher, and then no. Uh, they come and help him, and it's like okay. To where in this, yeah. everyone gets their powers taken away. It's just Billy versus the evil lady and dragon. And you're I, the whole time I'm thinking, I was like, they're gonna get their powers back. They're gonna take him on as a family. No, Billy one v ones and makes the ultimate sacrifice. It's like yes, that's what I wanted from that final confrontation. That was great. So I was yeah, really happy with that. Yes. So anyway, everyone gets their powers back. So now that the family's living together. They're like repairing their house. The wizard stopped by. He's got a new new look. He says hi. Everyone's like okay, cool. He no longer looks the movie. like a hermit. Yeah, then the movie ends. Then we get two post-credit scenes. One where uh, the freaking James Gunn wife talks to Shazam and says, hey, want to join the Justice Society? And they have a little fun thing where they're just like, Justice Society, that sounds just like Justice League. I want to join the Justice League. Which one's Wonder Woman? And it's a fun scene. Who knows if it'll lead into anything? Justice Society could be really cool. Um, and then we get another post-credit scene. You want to talk about the other one? The other one, I don't know. You talk about because I don't know the character. The other one's the Mr. Mind tease again, which we got Mr. Mind tease at the end of the first one, and they didn't use him in this one. Instead, they created new characters that were not Shazam villains, and uh, now we're getting Mr. Mind teased again, and I hope they actually use him for the third one, please, because I want to see actual Captain Marvel villains and not, you know, (laughs) new characters they create for it, especially because these villains suck, and we got to see, uh, you know, Mark Strong back, Uh, so yeah, those are the the two after-credit scenes we got which who knows if they'll actually pan out to mean anything at all we'll find out i hope this movie does good uh if our screening was any consideration then yeah Ooh. it's not gonna do well but granted it was like 6 30 on a thursday so but still the more te- hardly, the more telling thing is the friday night showing but yeah there was like no one at our screening and we were we'll like the, the premiere theater for like where we go yeah, we'll see how it, we'll see how it looks what that was yeah there was like no one there um but I, man, I I really liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the villains was weak. The the freaking terribly weak. The terribly the, weak. the use of uh, the 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 lack of use of Billy as a kid was disappointing. But other than that, I had a lot of fun with that movie. And I would I would honestly go see it again. Like I'd go see it again in theaters. I had fun with it. So, any anything else you want to say before we move on? No, it's a good movie. I'd, I'd say go see it. It's not it's not on the same level as the Batman. No. It's not like that. But it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's definitely better than Ant-Man. Definitely better than Ant-Man. Yeah. All right. So moving on, let's talk about The Last of Us finale. We'll go uh, – I think we'll just jump into spoilers for this one right away. Well, Or I guess we'll say it wasn't good. There's the non-spoiler part. It wasn't good. No, okay. wait a no, don't you want your your grand finale, your finale of a season, the one where you're building up to, you're calming. Don't you want it to be long and satisfying, not 43 minutes? Okay, so there's the non-spoiler part. We didn't like it. Now let's get into spoilers. The freaking pacing of this, like, just sucked. The episode starts, and Joel is the, like, most happy-go-lucky dad. He's just, you know, the grumpy guy that we knew from four. There was no, like... It wasn't like slowly we saw more like there's a little bit we saw a little bit more and more of Joel becoming more like a like a, a happier guy and like uh, Ellie was kind of bringing him out of the darkness that he had been surrounded by. 
but man, they didn't do a good job of like us getting from point A to point B. Like it's just this episode suddenly now he's just like, no, hey Ellie, why... I'm just the happiest happy guy. Oh, well, actually, before we get into that, I should say I guess we can go in chronological order and talk about the flashback with Ellie's mom. Yeah, hold up. First, this is why yeah Joel being like happy go lucky. Like I guess he's trying to help Ellie like because she just murdered the dude, although she's already murdered people before. The fact that like Joel is all happy go lucky, and we and we never saw him like transition really. We saw a little bit of it, but we never yeah, saw him go saying. like this. Yeah, it was, it so, was so fast. And we had two like flashback episodes that were out that were that made up two hours each, and we could have used that time on this. It's yeah, so to dumb. expand Joel and Ellie. Yeah. So dumb. That's why. Yeah. I, that's another reason I like the flashback episodes, and it comes full circle here. We didn't need those dumb flashback episodes. We should have got more Joel and Ellie. Instead, we got this. Ugh. But how would you know that the gay guy got cancered and died with his lover if they didn't did give you a whole hour episode of zero. it, dude? Literally zero impact. They had the story. to give you a whole episode. Literally of that. How, zero impact. How would you same have known? with same with Ellie and her girlfriend. Zero impact. So, yeah, I, I mean, I I felt like uh, you definitely could have taken those two episodes out, but I didn't mind the Ellie and her girlfriend episode. Nope. I thought that one like wasteful. helped get you to know Ellie better. But the other one was completely wasteful because about two characters that have nothing to do with the rest of the show. Wasteful. Like, the, yeah, so yeah, the episode starts, three it, was stupid. I thought um, the Ellie episode was fine. So, so it, fi- it starts with Ellie's mom running to the house. Yeah, and we then, get Ellie's voice actress. We finally see a clicker! We finally see a clicker! We haven't seen one in, like, a month! We see one! Um, see or no, maybe not clicker, but infected. Excuse yeah. me, infected. So Ellie, she gets home like, and no one's home. Yeah, surprise, surprise. She so, gets scratched, and then she gives birth. She gets scratched as she's giving birth, or it's insinuated that. But while she's still attached umbilically... And so that's how we think she. Well, because she, she, she. It's funny though, because like she's like gives birth while she's getting attacked. Yeah, like she doesn't like, realize that. Huh, 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 and then she looks so down. There's she, a baby down the floor. It's like, oh snap. Yeah, and so then the other people. Then come Marlene, back. Marlene comes, comes back. up. Yeah, and she's like, "Kill me, Marlene." She's like, "No." She's like, "Please," and Marlene's like, "Okay." And then she's like, "Hold this baby two inches from where I fire this gun." And yeah, they're like, okay, like, it's like, dude, wanna... newborn babies are uh, very vulnerable to everything. That baby cannot hear for the rest of its life. Also, like, oh my yeah, goodness. that's true. Also, in this though, like closed like well, Molly's being a dick. The girl's clearly scratched. She is going to turn, and she's like, I'm not going to kill you. Well, like... I mean, to be fair, it took zero convincing for Molly to do it. She's literally like, kill me. She's like, no, and then she's like, please. She's like, okay. No, she goes, like, how long have we known each other? She throws that line. Oh, yeah. I, I I also pointed this out that I freaking hate this cliche so much and everything. How do we get the audience to know how long these two characters have known each other? We Let's have them. one say, how long have we known each other? And then the other say, 15 years or whatever. When in your life have you ever been with someone that you had, like, a long, like, friendship, relationship, whatever, with, and been like, how have we known each How long have we known each other? I've put, never yeah. done that once in my life, but I've yeah. seen it in freaking a hundred movies and TV shows. I hate that yeah. cliche. I hate the cliche. That's one of my pet peeves. It's just more it. of Marlene being a dick, like, this girl just had a baby. She knows she's going to turn. She's not going to be able to see her kid, like, grow up or do anything to be her mom. Like, just kill her. Like, she's done. She doesn't want to live anymore. But what if, what, but, but also, what if um, Ellie's not freaking immune because she got scratched during birth, but just because her mom had the gene where she's good, her mom would have been good. And so That'd now be she's funny. been killed. That'd be funny. So I don't know, man. I'm just saying. But I, I don't think she's that much of a dick because it's kind of a weird situation and the fact that it took zero convincing. So it's not like she put much of a fight up anyways. I think she was a dick for not being like, hey, get this baby really far away from here before I fire this gun instead of, oh, I'm a foot outside the door that is not closed. <laughs> like, 
that that baby can't hear anything but anyways so, then, then we get to the present where joel's just like the happiest dad of all time and he's like hey ellie blah 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 blah. they're, they're in salt lake and they get to the part with the giraffes and they see yeah. the giraffes and blah 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 and then they get to then they're walking they get they get gas flashbang they're gas grenaded by gas fireflies and then Joel Sounds wakes like up, sex and Marlene's like, hey, they're taking Ellie in, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you're going to kill her. Yes, Joel, like, I I care about her, too. You don't know. I, I, I care about her a lot. And I don't know why you'd wake Joel up to tell him this. Why wouldn't you just keep him, like, just keep him in the room locked in it or sedate him or something? Because uh, obviously you have the tools to do it. Instead, they wake him up to just tell him to leave, which is really I don't dumb. think they wake him up. I think he just wakes up. Uh, sedate him, then. Like you have, obviously you have sedation stuff, um, or just kill him. People don't care about people in this universe. Just kill him. Anyway, they don't. Joel goes down the stairs, beats up the guys, kills them, and then he goes on his rampage. Which well, I thought hold was up, he well takes. For, yeah, it wasn't, but first he knocks out two guys. One guy has an AR. One has a mini fourteen. You are in close quarters in a hospital. What do you think you're gonna take? Multiple people. Having killed multiple. What do you think you're gonna take? Oh, the mini fourteen. Because again, the gun choices in this game and this freaking not game, the show makes zero sense. Well, Throughout they, the they, they 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 do the whole part where they show you him turning into a villain because he picks up the, the AR. Yes, yes, like that's but the moment he turns th- into the villain. Throughout, like we've complained about it just about every episode. Oh, Throughout every episode. the show, even the good episodes, there's like, oh man, there's an AR fifteen right here or an M four, blah blah. Oh, but that bolt action, like thirty odd six, I'll use that. And it's like, what? Why are you what? It's like yeah. it happens constantly throughout the show. And here it's like, hmm, a mini 14 or this AR? I'll take the mini 14. But then when Joel completely turns into I'm just a bad psychopath, he switches to the AR. It's like, oh, Joel's journey. He skipped, he picked up the scary back rifle that people yeah, don't now like. He's the bad so guy. now he's the bad guy. And it's like, this is the most retarded right So then he goes in. He and also, the, doctor. the um, the montage, like, they don't do it well. It also comes from uh, Neil Violence's Bad Druckman, so maybe he wanted to make it look as boring and dumb as possible. But the action sequence is just like, we're going to have this really like uh, poetic music playing while the uh, while the action scene goes on to show the contrast between the violence and then the music and like show how everything's going. And it's like, this just sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not done well at all. It's like a five-minute montage of him just like, shooting retards in a hospital like guys that are just like i heard joel all the way over there but let me go this way not clear single cor- oh, yeah, i shot the back of the head <laughs> it's like it's yeah. so bad so then so then he, he he breaks in he kills the doctor uh hold which- up there's one other dumb gun decision before that all that happens he's surrounded by ars and he picks up like a beretta like oh yeah he drops his ar which <laughs> everyone he's like an m9 an AR. yeah everyone he's killing now is an ar and he could, there's obviously ammo around. Instead, he goes and picks up the Beretta. Yeah, yeah. Why? He's like, this M9, but that, that's what I'll use now for some yeah. reason. So then, like, <laughs> I, like he breaks into the into the, the where Ellie's in surgery. And, and he one-taps Abby's dead. Yeah, but, like, first of all, I understand the case that they hear gunfire. Maybe that they, they think something's going on. But no one's, like, concerned at all. There is a lot of gunfire. Like, there is a lot of gunfire well, between There is Maybe their whole plan was, oh, okay, we need to uh, we need to really get this thing done. Before. Well, they weren't going fast because they hadn't even well, cut her Well, they were trying, yet. but you have to, you know. You have they haven't cut her open yet. There's a lot of stuff yet. they got to do first, you know? Um, well, they don't care about keeping her alive. They're going to kill her. Yeah, so, but you have to do, like, specific stuff, you know? I guess. So, I anywho... Know. They go in there, he shoots the doctor immediately, then he picks her up and he leaves, and then he gets confronted by whatever her name is. Um, 
uh, in the with Marlene in the parking lot, and they have the talk, and he kills her. Not the birds like, and the bees. Keep, yeah, you'll just keep coming. You'll just keep coming for her if I don't if I if I don't kill you. So he kills her. They take off, and she's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Oh, per turns out, and it's like like the ending of the game. You're not you're there's other kids like you. You're not special. They can't find a cure." And then she's like, "They're walking to Tommy's village. Like they see it off the distance, and they're like, he's just like, speak, swear to me. Did are you telling the truth?'" And he's like, "Yep." And then it ends there. Really rushed. Forty three minutes of hella rushness. Yeah, it was just man, cause like. And overall, after like the some of the episodes we've had, I would get I'd say it's like a maybe a six out of ten show. Like there are some episodes I no, really yeah, liked. There it were some episodes I thought this is really good, and there are other episodes where like this sucks. Man. I think I think episode <laughs> one and five are probably the best. And like, well, man, no, it, it's just. And, and also, again, I went back and rewatched stuff from the game from the ending. And again, the actors in the show are really good. Maybe it's something with the directing, but I felt the performances and stuff like hit way harder in the game. I, I, well, I think I think that's also something to do with we didn't have near as much time with them in the show as we do in the true, game. But I'm saying like the perform, just like raw performance on its own, like the performance. I thought Pedro Pascal did a great. I job. I thought they, I like I said, I thought they both did a great job. But for some reason, like delivering the way things are done, it's different in the game. I just I think, felt like it was I, better. I, I think, I think that's that more. more I think that falls on direction more than the actor. I think I feel it falls more, and you have way more time with them in in the game. No, because I'm talking about performance. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about performance, pure, and okay, I think that's because but, of direction, because the way yeah, things was... are handled. But yeah, it's just, and again, guess what? Guess what? Infected, we saw in a flashback. So. <laughs> I yeah. think like the the only they times refused. we've seen uh, infected, like the past like five episodes, were like in flashbacks. I think only. Yeah, the last time <laughs> we saw the last time we saw infected was Kansas City. That was it. Yeah, since then it's just been flashbacks. Why do you even need a cure? Why do you need a cure? The fact that aren't anywhere. Yeah. Why do you need a cure? And also, apparently, raiders aren't that bad because you like hard oh, raiders. Oh, raiders! The only raiders we saw were a bunch of idiots. Yeah. The raiders. So we saw two groups of we're raiders. Told how dangerous saw, they are, and they'll always come after you. We saw the ones you. that attacked that 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 we that attacked uh whatever uh Bill and were absolute idiots and set to every one of his traps and got killed by a guy with no cover in the middle of the street I, with a, a bolt action rifle. I guess the other raiders were the ones that tried to kill Joel and Ellie and they murdered them. Like there was no. Ra- Raiders were not a uh, were not in this show. Raiders were not scary in this show, and I, and, and I think that's like a. You could easily say like, what do humans have to do to survive? Like you have to do this stuff, and we didn't get that, and then we never saw infected. Like at least with the Walking Dead, which again zero clue how the Walking Dead took like how the 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 walkers took over that universe because the like they'd be so easy to kill, but. At least their argument is when people die, they turn to zombies, like, regardless, you know? Like, if you just die in that universe, you turn to a zombie, uh, like, by natural causes. So, like, that's why you, you want to, like, like, a cure so that yeah. doesn't happen anymore. What's the point in this universe? We don't see infected anywhere. We don't feel their presence. You know, also, what really makes sad about infected is the fact the first two episodes, the show did such a good job of, like, digging a little bit into the backstory in the infected. Like, they did a good job of expanding them from the games of, like, how stuff happened. It was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then they're like, oh, but no, that's going to mean anything later on because we're yeah, just going to forget the elected exist because we don't want to be compared to the elected, to the well, walking dead, that, God forbid. Not just that, your boy Neil Druckmann, remember, the worst monsters are humans. It's not the infected, the worst, the worst Him monsters. and Craig Mazin make a horrific duo. They are not good together. Like, Craig Mazin did the uh, Chernobyl show, which is amazing. And then Neil Druckmann helped with the, like, did, was a, the big creative force behind The Last of Us, along with, like, the co-director guy. Uh, and he did a great job with that. But you put them together, and you just get 
the worst. <laughs> like these guys it suck. <laughs> Especially hearing at like every episode, it'd be like, man, that change from the game is horrible. And then you'd go to like the after credits, and Neil would be like, man, Craig, and, like, yeah, well, that's a great idea. Yeah, Craig, Craig said this completely retarded idea, and I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard, Craig. We should do that. And it's like, no, these guys are idiots. You can't yeah. have them together. <laughs> So yeah, the show really fell Tweedle off at the end. I think, I think, I'll, watch, I think I'll watch the second season until they kill off Joel. I don't even know if I want to watch the second season after this. Yeah, it was not It was not that great. Yeah, because I like the first game. I don't care for the story in the second game. But I think the first game had like a fantastic story, and they did a, a pretty not job. good job of adapting it. Some really good episodes, and then some not so good episodes. So. Yeah. Yeah, especially because like some of my favorite parts from the game, they just butchered it in the show. But... We got Mando to talk about next. Anything else you want to say about Last of Us before we wrap it up and talk about Mando? Uh, those two those two episodes of flashbacks were so pathetic. So dumb that we didn't get to spend more time with the characters we actually cared about. I really love so. that we spent like an hour in episode three with characters that uh, did, were not in the present at all. It meant nothing. Yep. And you could have could have literally been a footnote. But hey, you got great reviews. And everyone says it's the best episode of all time ever. So yeah, we're... Yep. Uh, but yeah, now we're going to move on to Mandalorian. So we'll talk about Mandalorian episode three. Uh, so f- quick non-spoiler thoughts: This episode sucked, Dick. You get ten minutes of Mando, and the rest is on Coruscant with like that dude from like That's a little episode. Bit of spoilers. But it's yeah. not a spoiler because it's literally like in the description and stuff. Um, and then you spend like the entire rest of the episode with uh the freaking Doctor from episode one of season one. Yeah. So yeah, the um. the, the beginning stuff with Mando I really liked. Like you have a. Uh, you have like this uh, ship battle that's pretty cool, and I like they're fighting Tie Fighters and stuff. That's cool, and then the rest of the episode sucked. Uh, so. I do like how kind of like OP his ship is against like Tie Fighters and stuff. It's like yeah, like but when the, the before fighter, like yeah. before like also I, I like that the drop. crap. Well, I don't want to say that because it might be spoiler, but before like you know the world went to the Empire, like like they had some insane stuff. And yeah. shows like X wings aren't as good against them. Um, yeah, I like the stuff with Mando, but the other stuff, this move, and people were saying like comparing it to Andor, and I, I'll in the spoilers, I'll say why it's not the same or why it might be a little bit because Andor has good writing and this show doesn't. That's why. Not just you don't that have to though. Spoil it. <laughs> there was one storyline we both didn't like in Man- Andor, uh, that they kept giving to us, but I'll talk about that in the spoilers. Um, yeah, this episode was not very good. So. All right, so that's your non-spoiler section. Now we're going to get into spoilers for Mando. All right, what did you want to say? What was your spoiler? So the, 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 they, in, in Andor, they get most of, like, three of the four storylines for Andor were great. The one that I did not, we didn't care about at all was the stupid Imperial guy. Oh, like, yeah. His storyline sucked, and we said it sucked. Yeah. Like, we didn't care about his at all. And, like, Got so an like, overbearing mud and an uncle. Yeah, so I got just because like Andor, Andor is a great show and I loved it, yeah. they still had a storyline that sucked and I didn't care anything about being with that character. That's how it is in this one. Like, yeah, they try and do like Andor things, but if you have characters or a plot that doesn't really matter and doesn't and you don't care about, it sucks. And that's yeah. how it was in this. Also, Andor was interesting because you care about the characters, you're getting to know the characters, and you care about the story. You don't care about this guy. So what happens is you have a cool base battle where Pokemon is like, okay, like, well, Pocahontas. first of all, the Empire. I know, Bo-Katan, the Empire oh. blows up her... her <laughs> like, Bo-Katan, the Empire blows up... <laughs> uh, the Empire blows up her chair um, when she sits on it, so she gets all upset. But they get away, and there's, like, hella TIE fighters, so they, they zoom off. And then we go to Coruscant, and at first you're like, oh, sick, it's Coruscant! Yeah, it, it, the visuals look really good with Coruscant, I'll, I'll say then that. Then you're in Operation Paperclip, where it's basically... 
taking uh, former Imperials and turning and reprogramming them to be part of the rebellion, or I guess win the new the republic. Space race. Yes. So you're with the Nazis, the guy that wanted to take Rogue. Which that could be an interesting premise, but you're doing about boring ass characters with bad writing. Yes. So also, he's in there just... giving a speech, and then there's an evil chick from Off Givian's ship that's like kind of trying to gain his trust through the whole episode. So she's taking to do stuff just to fry his brain later, and it's not interesting. You don't care. Yeah. You don't care about the characters. They suck. What they're talking about isn't really interesting because you don't care about cloning. Especially, also, I didn't really the, care about cloning the performances. You know cloning's already possible. The performances from the two main actors in this are not very good. I'm gonna say that no. as well. They're not like the main dude and the chick are not very good in this episode. And there's a lot of dumb stuff. And I saw like um I saw like a TikTok where someone was like, uh, how to watch the newest episode of Mando? And they like watched the first ten minutes and skipped this whole thing to the end of the Mando. And a bunch yeah. of the comments were like, "Uh, you're an idiot. You people say they want more adult stuff in Star Wars and they get it and they don't like it. This was great. Blah blah. blah. It's like no, oh, people it. just don't like bad writing. Cause again, oh. there's a there's a lot of uh stuff in Andor where it's just people sitting and talking, but it's really interesting. Like yes, every time the they went to uh, Skarsgård's freaking antique shop, I was in yeah. it. Every time he's on screen, you're interested in what he's yes. doing. Yes, and, and every time they went to guy. Mon Mothma's freaking house, I was in it. Or she threw a party, and there was no lasers being shot. There was no, no one getting punched. It was just people talking. But, but that, I was that, freaking that, in it. That's what I was saying. That's For, what I was saying. Andor was a great show, but it had a storyline that sucked. And this storyline that they're trying. But to But I'm Andor saying sucked. Andor did stuff that you would think would like that these people in the comments would be like would yeah. think is boring, but it's not. To where this. It's because the writing's bad. Like, Andrew, that stuff where it was just literally one person talking to another, but it was so interesting and intriguing. Yeah. Like, I was in it. Where this, I was like, and I was like, this sucks. No, no one cares about this. This is stupid. I want to, I, I don't, like, especially because, one, you know cloning's possible in this universe. It's not like cloning's never happened before. You had mass cloning. This guy's evil. You're like, what is he doing? They also make him, like, an idiot with, like, oh, I want to help, but, and it's, also like, kind of showing glasses. That, showing the incompetence of the new republic where it's like it, yeah. i don't know it's, it's not good i, so I then, feel like this guy must be like a friend of john favreau's or something because he was in the beginning of the show and now they bring him back it's like hey remember everyone's favorite character glasses guy it's like no it's kind of so, like when that one dude from heroes shows up in freaking star wars because he's jj abrams friend that's what it feels yeah. like so after that we got after all their stupid thing he gets his mind fried because he's betrayed by the the evil girl from moth gideon's ship so he gets his mind fried and then because they they let him just they let her stay there while he's getting reprogrammed and and she basically fries his mind. Then we go back to Dinjar and he goes back to his stupid cult and they're like, "Well, you're accepted back. You have been redeemed." And then I like, like Katie Sockoff's character who always loves to take off her helmet, has some reason not taking off her helmet. Yeah, I don't um, I, I don't know what her I guess she's like converting maybe cuz she yeah. got her she got her chair destroyed so now she's so like what is they're like, "Well, you're part of the crew right now. You haven't taken off your helmet until you do." And that was another weird thing. They're like, "You're welcome to and it's it, they're like, "You're welcome to stay and if and you can stay as long as you want. And if you take your helmet off, you have to leave." It wasn't like, you know, you apostate be gone. It was like they were chill about. Well, they're like because oh, she had been redeemed because she bathed in the waters. That's no, like but they were But like even when they talk about her taking her helmet off, like you know she did it and then became an apostate. They didn't even act like that was like a big sin. Because it's not like, because oh. he had taken his helmet off too. That the whole thing was yeah. you have to just bathe. So it's not yeah. that that I didn't have a problem. Also, I thought it would have been that... very funny if she just like took her helmet off. Yeah. As soon as then we said also felt like the dumbass Mando just we, we learned, fell. Just fell in the water. Was going to die because he's an idiot. Yeah, he literally just fell. But yeah. I guess like he he just didn't look at the water first because from what they were saying they're like it wasn't ever that deep, but like when the uh when they got how did bombed, he fall that fast? She got a jetpack and used. Force oh yeah, he, he fell, fell hella far. 
Yeah. So that part really made Mando look stupid, though. The fact yeah. that he just fell. That was really dumb. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it ended with Din, with the guy getting his mind fried and Din Djarin and Bo-Katan being accepted back into the clan. Yeah. So no so, idea what's going to happen next. So we've had three episodes with p- bits and pieces that have been good, but overall not bad. Like, overall bad episodes. So I'm, uh... I'm not too happy. And again, this is like, what, an eight-episode season, right? Is yeah, it- it's always eight episodes. So we're freaking halfway through. Oh, oh, just about. Like, next episode, will be, we'll be at the halfway point. And we don't have, like, really a good episode. They haven't really been building towards it as much that well. It's, uh, yeah. We don't even have, like, a main antagonist yet. Unless you want to count, like, the freaking pirate from the well, first they, episode. It sounds like Moff Gideon might be coming back. Yeah. But it's like, man, we're like almost halfway through, and we don't even have like a main antagonist. And, it's just... and I, oh yeah, I saw a thing. I believe for the next episode, it's gonna be like thirty minutes, like thirty minutes, like thirty nine seconds. Yeah, this was a longer episode because it was just boring. Yeah, but the freaking next episode is going to be half an hour. Again, <laughs> you have a short ass season, eight episodes, which is fine. But when you do so much filler, and then you're also going to do short filler on top of that, it's like what? I don't understand, dude. I don't understand what they're doing. Um, but yeah, yeah I like the bitch great. with Mando. I like the beginning. The fight was cool. Yeah, I, I, the drop-off was sick. I liked when she dropped off at the ship. I thought that was cool. I thought the fight was cool. I liked the ending bit. I know Ian hates the Mandalorians and their cult and everything. I like yeah, it. I, I find it dumb. interesting. Um, some of it. Some of it's stupid. Um, but I, I I thought it was interesting enough. I liked the end bit. But like the whole like freaking hour in the middle of them on Coruscant. Oh, so bad. Sucked. You're like, we finally get a long Mando episode, and it's just the worst. Characters you don't care about with bad dialogue and a bad yeah. story and just overall bad writing. But the visuals are good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it right there. Dealing it's like it. the sequel trilogy. That's literally what this episode was. It's like it the visuals like were, are it, cool. It felt like they're setting this guy up to do the cloning for Snoke. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, but then he got like, freaking completely destroyed, so he can't do anything. His brain's yeah. gone. So, there's a dumb train scene in this movie, or this movie, the show, uh, where Dylan's like, yeah, how would you even get back? And, like, yeah. they make the, the doctor complete idiot. It's just, ugh, it's bad. Not yeah, good. bad episode. So, anyways, I think that's it. We had a lot to talk about. We had, like, an hour episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, next week, I guess we'll just be talking about Mando. I don't know if there's much else to talk about, because we got a new episode of Mando on Wednesday, of course. But I don't think there's much else to talk about. Then we'll talk about John Wick. That comes out, uh. In two, is that next week or two weeks? John Wick's next week. Okay, so next week we'll be talking about John Wick. And I can't wait for So we'll talk about Mando and John Wick next week. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see y'all later. Peace. See you.